0: I want to start with a question. How do you feel, how do you feel when you're told by folks who have known you for a long time, you've changed? If your response is to pull back or cringe a bit, I can relate. So many people use this phrase to accuse another of no longer being the person they became friends with or fell in love with. That's ridiculous because the truth is that change is a process that will take place with or without our awareness and consent. Even if you dig your heels in and refuse to change, your environment eventually will, and you will be left behind. Change is is like gravity. You neither have to approve it nor understand it to feel its impact. I used to hate the idea of being told that I had changed because frankly, I was worried that it might suggest that my previous self was somehow not so perfect and worse, the flaws were evident to others. And yet it's true that over a five to 10 year period of intense and focused work, I completely changed, actually transformed what I thought was my personality. And in doing so, I created a new life for myself, both on the personal level and professionally. How did I do this? I did this by dedicating myself to self-education. I learned things that aren't usually taught to us in school or at home. And I also worked very closely with a mentor and a professional life coach. I do often share that transformational coaching, the kind of coaching I do relies on insights, not just information. Even though I've been an avid reader and you know I had sufficient knowledge for 10 lifetimes, it wasn't until I experienced coaching, mentoring, and joined a community of people focused on transformation that I truly underwent change. The change also didn't happen overnight if I'm being honest, but once an insight truly landed for me, the rate of change was exponential, not incremental. So I'm often asked to share these really personal insights and in no particular order, here are nine, nine out of many more, but here are nine that helped me change my personality and consequently my life. Number one, life does not owe me a thing. We all know this in a sort of abstract way, but deep inside, we expect whatever force that keeps us alive, whether it's God, the universe, people, to deliver love, money, health, etc., to our doorstep. This delusion is of course multiplied in the lives of those born into affluence as I was. So embracing this reality requires us to make the shift from being the receiver, taker, and victim to the creator, giver, and owner of our own lives. Number two, money can't buy me love, true, but it can buy me freedom. It's easy to equate money with all things good and evil. Most of us are carrying around false and damaging money beliefs that made sense maybe during our parents' or even our grandparents' times, but are no longer even remotely accurate for our own lives. However, however, one unwavering truth remains. Being financially dependent on others even if the other is a trusted and beloved partner or parent is to trade in a measure of freedom. To not understand this trade-off is to lack consciousness or, or to come from a mindset of entitlement. Neither are great places to pitch our tent. I promise you. Number three, I can be a person of faith, without being religious. I've always sensed this strong bond with a higher power, yet it's felt wrong, I, I felt wrong, about cultivating it or sharing it with others because I didn't want to commit to religiosity. When I understood that I can have faith without choosing one religion over another, surprisingly, I felt more connected to my religion of birth while also connecting more deeply with people who identify with other religions. You see, faith, if you have it, does not know borders and does not discriminate between people. It is truly an extraordinary equalizer. Number four, I don't have to like something or someone to accept it accepting something or someone i didn't like oh man it felt like giving up losing or surrendering there is an absolute difference between all three of these states by the way but none of them are the same as acceptance the concept of radical acceptance and i encourage each of you to look into this more deeply being the simple recognition of what is present in any given moment this concept is a practice the earlier we begin it the more ease and joy we can allow into our lives number five what others think of me is none of my business some people will like me no matter what i do and some people will dislike or sadly they even hate me no matter what i do neither one has anything to do with me. Look, this insight is not to give permission to ourselves to act like jerks, but it does release us from the incessant effort to manage other people's feelings about us. Think about how much of your precious time and attention is spent on changing someone's mind you think doesn't think highly of you or, or by the way, confirming the feelings of those who do like you. All that time and energy can be spent on becoming the person you yourself approve of. Game changer. Number six, angry is not a personality trait, inheritance, or a life sentence. When I realize that anger is a cover emotion, an emotion layered on top of the actual emotion I'm too afraid to acknowledge, I let go, I was able to let go of the shame I carried about being quick to anger. Realizing that my angry behavior could be changed by mobilizing the courage, and believe me, it takes courage, to face more agonizing emotions like shame, humiliation, and rejection was not easy but it was, it was for sure far less painful than dealing with the consequences of going through life angry. Number seven, choose movement over exercise. Our minds and bodies are perpetually connected. We all know this, and yet we treat our body as though it's an object at our disposal rather than the vessel that allows or or disallows us to experience life creating a new identity for myself as a trail and ultra runner shifted my mindset about my body in such a dramatic way that the rest of my life couldn't help but follow. Exercise is a finite and ultimately unscalable activity, but movement, movement is a way of life. Number eight, I can be a lovable human being without being a nice girl. Most women of a certain age and experience understand this distinction in their gut, but still struggle, we still struggle to break through the nice girl conditioning we've been raised with since early childhood. When I realized that being nice doesn't mean I have to master people pleasing, act fakely humble or humble fake, or, or make myself smaller in the world. Well, my world became larger and more colorful. Most importantly, the quality of my relationships profoundly shifted. Fake friends disappeared and real ones, so many more than I ever imagined, became visible to me. And the last one, number nine, I can do hard things. This insight was a direct result of my commitment to becoming an endurance athlete. We cannot change, as I said before, one area of our life drastically without it affecting every other. Training for and competing in, uh, in endurance races or completing endurance races gives me real, not mantra-based confidence, real confidence that I can do hard things. And this is arguably the most life-changing and sustainable shift any human being can make if they want to truly, authentically unleash their lifetime potential. So those are nine out of many more. And I'd love to know one or more insights that have contributed to your own transformation. And if you're curious to learn about my remaining insights, reach out and I'll share them with you. And I promise you that whatever you send to me, I always read, and I always make time to respond to.